Welcome to Two Minute Practice. Here, the hosts of the Lean Into Art podcasts explore and encourage you to join us in trying all kinds of different creative activities that help us practice things related to making our art, exploring, growing in our business practice, and even trying things for a healthy lifestyle. Every episode, we talk about what we practiced recently, things we saw in the community, and then we highlight a new thing, an idea for you to try to practice. I'm Jersey Drozd, cartoonist and teaching artist. I'm Rob Stenzinger, UX designer, coach, and interactive maker. Two minutes is a findable amount of time to try things. Let's see what we can learn and make when we make it easy to try. Hi, Rob. Hey, Jersey. Two-minute practice time, eh? Two-minute practice time. So what was our practice for this week? Well, I, you you had a um, an interesting um, idea last week, which was about sort of generating a word cloud. It could be with just single words or phrases that just come to mind and just get out whatever is on your mind, put it on, you know, something. And uh, I thought that was that was really fun. And I, I did have a chance to get to it this week. I, I, I did a couple sessions myself. Um, if, if I don't remember if we talked about this in the last segment on the two minute practice, uh, but I was as I was doing it, I was reminded that I have a prompt in my emergent task planner um, every day where and it's based on I can't remember where I heard about this, but it, it, at the bottom of every page mm. is a it says, like, what good happened? And I can't remember where I, I first heard that. I, I think it was attributed to Benjamin Franklin. I can't remember. But it was this idea of, like, and I think the original idea was, like, what good did you do? Well, I'm like, well, let's broaden it out a little bit further because I don't know if I'm, like, at the end of every day ready to have that conversation with myself. Uh, but, like, at least I could say, like, did any good incidentally just, like, happen in the day, whether it was something I caused or something that, like, was gifted to me or something I noticed, just, like, prompting myself to think about what happened today and, like, focus on something positive that happened in that day. Um, and But that's an end-of-the-day activity. This felt more to me, this idea of, like, doing a word cloud writing prompt, uh, prompt of, like, just, like, what's on your mind, felt even f scaled further back, and it felt like it was something that was appropriate to do at the beginning of my day. And that's when I did mine. What about you? Do, you? do you have a sense of when yours occurred? Uh, mine was typically at the end of the day. Um, mm. Okay. Except, so I did it. I, I, I did this practice three times, and I guess so two out of three were at the end of the day. And then this, the, the, my last practice was, um, you know, as, as, as the day got rolling. Okay. So interesting. So you, yeah, but you have a ritual where that really fits, it sounds like. Well, I'm, I'm not... I'm a human being, so I don't attend to it as, as, you know, as often as I would like, but I leave it, I, I draw it specifically into my ETP mm -hmm. every day of the week to like invite myself to do it. Um, so it's at least a ritual in the sense that I consider it every day, even if I don't necessarily write something every day. But, um, hmm. my experience doing this one is like, well, you know, doing the word cloud kind of approach. So I use my favorite tool, which is sticky notes. And I just like grabbed all manner of whatever I was trying to stick to just words. If I could like, don't even try to write like phrases, just leave it as just the words that you're thinking of as you like, let the, you know, stream of consciousness go. And I tried to, um, also use my multicolor pen to like just change colors frequently. Um, oh. there was no rhyme or reason to changing the colors. It was just more like, so I've got one of these guys, you know, it's like, a a multi-pen with like little sliders that you can 
you know, move to change your colors. Um, yeah, you combine the multicolor pen plus sticky notes a lot. It seems to be I do a that a lot. Really strong yeah. tool in your yeah tool set. Well, I, I I lean on this pen a lot for my emergent task planner in in the sense that I categorize the different functions that I perform as a human being and I code it by color. So like, you know, personal things that I do in the day, like if I go for a run and I track it, my ATP, that goes under pink. Um, mm -hmm. Comics comics or illustration work that makes me money <laughs> goes into green. That's my green category, right? Yeah. Um, blue, they have a dark blue and that's for, you know, if I'm doing any of my advocacy work, light blue is podcasting or video, things like that. So, um, so I, I lean on it a lot for that, but like, I also like color coding it in that way helps me distinguish distinct thought. And so that was what I was thinking about with this is like, okay, well don't assign a color to any particular emotion or type of word, just constantly be shifting colors just so that you have you can distinguish the different things that are that you're looking at on there does that make sense uh it does yeah it, I, I mean i saw when you held that up it really stood out as being um like i might wonder like oh what what kind of encoding is happening there but it's just about, it's just about clarity um like these are different otherwise it could you could get like kind of a run-on phrase or something or, or like misassociate so I, I, that's that's clever um, now I noticed that you did use different, like, so you did an interesting, interesting thing where you used the same canvas yes. for different capturing and you still use different colors, which I noticed as you, you posted these in the discord. Uh, do you, do you want me to pull them up on screen or do you want uh, to just describe? You, you feel free to, yeah, go ahead. Um, okay. it's, uh, cause I was, I was just getting ready to potentially, uh, share that, but if you're, you're ready, that's cool. So I got it. Um, yeah, the, I, I just started a, um, I, one of my favorite tools. I, I love sticky notes also. I use the heck out of them, but like I, I have sort of a, a, a rolling, um, dry erase board in my office and it's, um, it's like, um, I don't know, it's like four by six or something like that, but it's, uh, but it's in portrait mode and, uh, yeah, it's very handy. So it's a great place to push, go throw some thoughts and see what, see what comes out. So of course I, I, that's what I picked for this exercise. And after doing the exercise once, cause I thought, oh, I will have a collection of, of, of photos. I actually thought, wait a minute, I'm going to keep this. And then, yeah, like you said, I'm going to add to it each day. So then I will pick a different color of mark, dry erase marker and then see what happens. Um, and for the most part, like one, one of the things why I thought, oh, I'm not going to do that is well, I'll be affected by my own words. I'll see my word and I'm going to write something that triggered by that word, right? Or associated or what have you, which might've happened a little bit. Uh, but instead I, I had a word that came to mind and all of a sudden I was about to write it next to another word that I didn't feel like they were good word buddies. Um, there's a lot of tension between like, um, I don't know, uh, angry and uh, like, where where was I going to write that? It was like somewhere near, like some. It was near something else, like family or something. I was like, nope. I, I, so I mo I just moved the marker where I'm like, I'm not writing angry next to family. And <laughs> so it had a, it had some effect on me, but overall, you know, it, the the same the words came out. They weren't filtered, and mm. um, 
And what I was curious about, and I haven't put in the time to do, is what emerged. Because in the idea of a word, like one, one interpretation of a word cloud is that you are, it's a visualization of the repeated uh, concepts. Yeah. So, so I, was, I was wondering, like, what repeats both thematically and specific individual words? And I haven't and having, really done that crunch yeah. on this. But, but having the single canvas that you work on makes it easier to do that analysis. Mm -hmm. I, I suppose I could take all my sticky notes and put them up on a board, right? Hold them side by side and get a sense of what's, what's repeating. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like another takeaway I have from this is that doing the two-minute practice on a weekly basis has gotten me accustomed to the idea of taking a breath and diving in when the two minute timer starts. Like I don't feel as panicked in doing it. I don't feel like I'm well, panicked is not the right word. That's a little bit, um, I'm being a little bit dramatic there. I mean, I don't feel as rushed. I don't feel like I'm racing the clock when I'm doing this now. It's it really, I feel like I've gotten into a rhythm where I show up, turn on the timer and just curiously discover, like, like I walk in with curiosity to discover how much I can do in two minutes and what comes out the other side. So um, it's this whole idea of acting without expectation, which is a very Buddhist idea. It's a very Taoist idea. And it's something I found is very attractive, but it's not, it's not an easy place to put your head without practice. Right. Um, and this is something I got out of meditation when I was, when I was younger and I was doing it very seriously. Um, this idea of acting without expectation is exceedingly difficult to do for me. And doing this has gotten me into that headspace in a very manageable way. Hmm. That's uh, so. That's like a metacognition kind of skill. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's that's wild. Um, but what's funny is as you put it into those words, I, I have to say I, I I identify with what you're describing because I have not like clearly cleanly ritualized my two minute practice approach, but. I have this comfort with it that now and yeah, that kind of shifting gears and um, seeing whatever comes out of it. Uh, I guess I have less, less worry and I, and more trust. Yeah. Hmm. And, and I mean, I think it's worth investigating that just from the sense of like charting our experience not only makes us more mindful of what, what we do when we do it, but if for the people who are maybe on the sidelines curious about participating in a more regular basis, we're pointing to some of the treasures that might be in the cave, right? Um, is it's, it's not because we've talked about this a lot in two minute practice and on lean into art is that I try to hack creative challenges to make a thing often. And this is very, this is this is sort of rigged to not let me do that, <laughs> and, which which could cause frustration, right? If I'm like, but what am I getting out of this? Well, what you're getting is is that you're you're, you're reinforcing and encouraging a relationship with with creativity that has no sense of expectation that is, is showing up just for the sake of doing it and and letting the challenge ask you to show up and be what the challenge needs you to be. If that I hope that doesn't sound too woo woo as the kids are saying nowadays. <laughs> I think I honestly, good, quite good point. If, um, yeah, I, I will not give a woo woo rating, uh, <laughs> but because I think there is inherently, um, it, 
it's worth being thoughtful about that kind of, like, like I said, it's a metacognition thing. It's thinking about the thinking. It's thinking about the, the, um, the, the practice of the practice and that sure. Like, I guess that, that gets characterized as if we're characters in a story talking about this stuff, um, we're either the person to co- totally ignore because we have terrible advice or we're the thing that's going to help the hero figure out their puzzle. Right. So mm-hmm. yeah, up, to, up to the, up to the listener, of course. Yeah. It depends on, depends on what your alignment is. Mm-hmm. Uh, so how are you feeling about, uh, this one and what do you want to do next? Hmm. Let's see. What is a, a, so there's a, there's a shape, a constraint of that, the two minute it's inherently can't be overly ambitious. Right. And that's always a, that's a practice for me because I I like, I like to fill my ambition shopping cart full of stuff. Um, and (laughs) The ambitious shopping cart is more like those, like uh, one of those shopping challenges where you just have to run through the store and fill the cart with as much as possible. <laughs> totally. Rob's got his arm on the shelf and just swiping the whole shelf into the cart. And it's all General Nadine falling right into the cart. And that's like, <laughs> I've got no space for the Millennium Falcon or anything else cool. General Nadine. Oh my God. He, well, he was what they call the peg warmer, wasn't he? <laughs> uh-huh. uh, so. Okay, so what could we do? Um, this brainstorming practice was interesting, and I was thinking, is there any theme that came out of what we were experiencing from this that we would channel into the next practice? Well, I I just noticed that by doing it at the top of the day, it let me um, externalize a lot of thought, which let me let go of a lot of thought. So like one of the, one of the words I wrote uh, on a recent one was dreams and nightmares, because I had uh, a couple nights sleep this last week where there was, I was having a lot of very vivid dreams where I went upon waking up, like, and I woke up three times during the night from these, these very vivid dreams. And upon waking up, I knew exactly what that was about. He's like, Mm. Oh yeah, I'm processing that right now. You know? Uh, Yeah. It it was, it was about foxes that looked like people, but I know what that was really about, you know, like that Mm. kind of thing. And so, um, it let me, it's, it, there's something about, and this is something that I think we both love about journaling. It lets you just externalize the thought, capture it in a way that is, that is inexpensive. So now I can approach the day with some kind of level of freshness, right? That's what I got out of that. Um, it's, it's, it's acknowledging that the thought was there and moving on. And it's, it's there on the paper in case I want to come back to it, attend to it a little bit. Um, but the same way, like talking through an idea with a friend helps you, right? It's like, look, I just need you to listen to me while I kick around this idea for a little while. So is there, is there like a, a way we can shift back to drawing now that does the same thing, right? It's, yeah, I, like how, what would be, hmm. So it could be, uh, we've never done this, but. And some and maybe this is a bit of a game breaker because if someone didn't do the prior practice, then it would be hard to chain the practices, right? But then, mm. so we could. You, what if you used your your um, your mind or uh, cloud word cloud to feed uh, to to be prompts for uh, drawings? Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, we got a whole mess of them, right? Yeah. So, yep. 
I love it. Uh, a two minute drawing. Um, I would I would say like here's like if you're wondering about hacking the game, you could do it where it's like you do one drawing based uh, two minutes at a time based on the prompts, or you do a series of of drawings based on the prompts. Combine the prompts, right? So I've got like two here. I've got like uh, run and I've got tightness. Could you combine those two ideas into a drawing, right? In two minutes. I don't know, <laughs> but I'm just saying like, there's a lot of flexibility there and I don't think that there's, there's any prescription here, but I like the idea of like, take the prompts, turn them into drawing somehow. But what do you think, Rob? You look thoughtful. That's good. Yeah. I, I like that. It's, it's, I, I'm, I'm just looking at this, what I journaled and thinking like, okay, what would I do to visualize any of this? And that, that'll be, yeah, sounds fun. There. Thank you. That is a perfect recasting of the idea. Visualize. Don't even, let's not even say draw. Visualize some of those prompts. Oh. Visualizing can happen in a lot of ways, right? Oh, okay. Visualizing so happens with camera. Yeah. Do you could be descriptively visual, like what this is this this um, what do you picture based on what your um, your impressions from your journal? Yep. Hmm. Okay. I didn't mean to twist the prompt. I was just trying to function with the prompt. <laughs> but but okay. If, I, I like I like opening it up more, making it more more vague. Like just visualize whatever visualize means to you. Okay, right. that sounds excellent. I look forward to it. All right, thanks, Rob. Yep, thank you, Jersey. So, if you're ready to set aside two minutes to play along and do the practices, first you need to pick something to practice. Then prepare a way to time yourself, and then give it a try. If you don't know what to practice but want to try, make your first practice all about brainstorming the things you want to learn. And if you want more ideas, you can always go to leanintoart.com slash two, the number two, minute practice.